This is Edgar Otraves, and welcome to our 99th episode of the Flow Row Podcast. My co-host for today is Cousin Primo, and the subject for today is Stupid Criminals. If you're new to the show and you want to find out more, head on over to our website, theflowrowpodcast.com. There you will find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can buy some Flow Row merchandise. Aside from the stories that we found on Stupid Criminals of 2021, we also related some stories that we witnessed firsthand of dumb criminals. Cousin Primo used to be a security guard, and he has quite a few stories about dumb criminals. So I hope you dig this episode. Now on with the show. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez, and welcome oh, to oh, oh. Otra Vez. What's up, oh, Cousin Primo? What's up, man? Oh, Primo. And welcome to this episode, our 99th episode. We got something special planned for 100, but me and Cousin Primo, we're going to be talking about stupid-ass criminals. <laughs> Dumb criminals. We love dumb them. Criminals. Dumb criminals. Uh, we're going to be relating some 2021 stories that we found, but also uh, Cousin Primo in a past life was a security guard. So he's going to bless us with some stories there. So let's start with the ones that you found, man. What was that first one you found? The very first one? The first one I found was called, it's, it says, but the F. Police find loaded gun in man's buttocks during strip search. <laughs> I have no idea how they didn't find it the first time they found it as now. You know, Jesus. That must okay, have. It says. How could have been a quick pat down? That's maybe, what it was. It, maybe it was a quick pat down, or maybe that sucker was really like. Maybe it's a small gun. And and maybe he's got a big ass. I, I don't I don't know. It's a he, yeah, right? It's a he, yeah. Louis, it says, let me read this off to you. A Louisiana man chooses the cheapest, the, my fault, not the cheapest, the cheekiest of all places where he needed to find a quick hiding spot for his gut. Justin, we'll just leave it at that, 24, pleaded guilty Friday to a weapons charge after police in town of Golden Meadows who were arresting him late last year on a separate matter, discovered he had a stash-loaded 25 caliber Titan pistol in his buttocks. Police had taken, um, what was that say his name was? Justin. You just Police said had his... taken Justin, I didn't want to say his Yeah, don't, don't say his into, last into custody on December 28th of, of 2019 after he responded to a suspicious activity. In a home he was occupying with a female acquaintance. Cops said they discovered, um, I keep forgetting his dude's name, Justin, possessed a handgun, marijuana, drug paraphernalia during an initial search. Multiple other firearms were discovered in his truck at the scene of the reported crime. But Justin was being strip searched after his arrest. Police reportedly found an additional surprise concealed in his rear end. The pistol is more than four inches. Justin was sentenced to five years, suspended prison sentence during the district court appearance. He received three years probation and other several 90 days. He had to serve 90 days in prison 
as part of his terms of probation, he's banned from owning possession, firearms, visiting bars, lounges, indulging in ex- uh, excessive use of alcohol or illegal drugs. So, why the ass? I don't understand why. I mean, I know shit comes out of it, you know? Doesn't necessarily mean it's an entry point. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah just, it, it's just, it's just stupid. But I don't the, see how it's a fast way to like get rid of Just throw it in the ground. Like just throw it into the ground. Throw it, throw it in a bush. You know, like <laughs> here comes the cops. I'm going to shove this right up my ass. <laughs> take it apart and flush it down the toilet. It'll go down. Dude. Seriously, like anything, anything, anything would work better than than because then like they arrest you and and you didn't get rid of the evidence. The evidence is on you or in you, depending on where this motherfucker put it. But you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't just ditch it, throw it in the sewer. You see, I'm more concerned that the thing will go off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like hey. I don't know what type of pressure you have down there, but man, think about the results of what would happen if that thing were to go off. Well, that leads us into the next story, right? Right. So what's the next one? Uh, the next one, if I can get back to it. Well, here, I got I got the ping pong ones ready to go. Yeah, let's, let's do the ping pong ones. Okay, let's so this, this one, this is another stupid criminal. Uh, mm-hmm. Thief tries to wrap ping pong table in Toronto break and enter. It's a story in the Huffington Post or the Huff Huff Post. It says police are looking for a man who broke into the office of in Toronto's Liberty Village, stole some electronics and um, tried to wrap a ping pong table. The break and enter happened at 2.30 a.m. on January 1st and was captured on video. You can see the man breaking the glass door on the building and other footage shows him taking gift wrap and trying to wrap a full-size ping pong table. He got away with a number of Apple, Apple laptops and a Microsoft tablet. Toronto police are asking anyone with information to contact at you know whatever they got a couple numbers here one number for i guess the police and the other one for crime stoppers mm-hmm. we still think this guy has an iq points of up on the chicago criminal who tried to break into a building only by only to be stymied by an unlocked door but that's a, i guess a, a separate story but uh yeah so this guy props to this guy because apparently he got away wow with with this gift wrap ping pong table and you know some devices, some computer devices. So he uh, was able to walk out. With, he was able to walk with the table. According according to this, he got away with a number of Apple laptops and a Microsoft tablet. Doesn't say if he got away with the ping pong table. Mm. You can see the man breaking the glass door at the building and other footage shows him taking gift wrap and trying to wrap a full size ping pong table. He did, I don't think he actually took it. He took the laptops <laughs> and the tablet. I think he was thinking like, I mean, obviously we know what he's thinking. He's thinking, Ooh, I'm going to steal this and I'm going to give it to Billy. You know? Yeah. This is Billy likes a ping pong. Yeah. Billy, 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 Billy likes ping pong. Let me, uh, let me wrap this. You know, he's also thinking. He's thinking I can get the gift, and you know, wrap it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> must must have been Billy's birthday that like weekend or some shit. <laughs> it's just like it's amazing this guy got away, but it's just oh. like 
it's like, dude, don't make it a one-stop shop, man. Just grab this shit and get grab the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, don't sit oh. around. I'm going to get for up this motherfucker. You know, this is, this, yeah. this is why these guys are criminals though. Right. They, right. They, don't, they don't have the brain power to, to figure out how to get a decent job. So they resort to this kind of shit. Yeah. It's just, yeah, oh. exactly. It's just, it's just idiotic. Oh, it feels so bad for these guys because it's like obviously they don't have a lot of choices, right? But then they make really bad choices because they don't obviously know better. So, but anyway, you had that other story, right? Right. The other one I have was a man allegedly hiding drugs in his butt accidentally shoots his testicles. himself in the testicles okay? that that is fucked up dude nah, it is fucked up. dude how it many is. times how many times in your life you did something you're like fuck i wish i could undo this right like i wish you're talking about me right i'm just talking about <laughs> just in life you know how many times no. in life you took the wrong turn you fell you slipped you ripped your pants or you know you hurt yourself or you broke your ankle or whatever you know you know you'll have those yeah. really regretful moments you're like god damn it i wish i didn't do this you know i'm sure that guy all he's thinking about is i wish i didn't shoot my balls off Mm. imagine how like ah dude how awful that that hurts even me yeah and it has nothing to do with you you know but anyway go ahead and finish the story what happened how did this even happen this this moron did what this this bun this uh, bungling felon from Washington State made a series of blunders when he shot himself in the testicles and tried to hide the weapon all while storing drugs in his anus. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, okay. Karen, we'll call him we'll call him Cameron. Cameron was carrying a pistol in front in his front pocket while he is in. When Shazmir wash apartment on April 5th, when a firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh. Mm. Mm. Damn. Um, Cameron, who is who is a 13-time convicted felon, okay, told his girlfriend to dispose of the weapon before heading to the hospital. When the ex-con finally went to the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his anus while the doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. Okay. The cops were called. They arrived at the hospital when alerted of the gunshot wound and searched Wilson's car where they discovered a bag of meth and bloodstained jeans he was wearing when he shot himself. So when did this happen? Was this 2021? This actually says this happened in 2021, April 18th. But I think, I don't know if marijuana is legal in in uh, well, Washington State. Here, let me I look that that's up. That's why he's probably hiding it. That's why. That's why he got shot in his own ass. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if it's legal and the story might be old? Right. Well, let me see. The officers issued an arrest warrant for Wilson, and he turned himself in April 18th. And he was being uh, processed at the Wilson uh, Justice Center and was 
strip search, and after the balloon of marijuana slipped from his anus while in jail, Wolf uh, made a number of calls to the girlfriend and asked her not to cooperate with the investigators on working on the crime. The convicted felon was charged with possession of firearms, unlawful possession of meth, possession of controlled substance in a correctional facility, and four counts of tampering with the witness. So, according to this, uh, marijuana was legalized back in 2012. Okay. So, so but I think the meth, with the, whatever, he probably had it laced or something. Yeah. Because like, it says this, he had courts. He had courts on the 18th and was being held with a $110,000 bail. $110,000 bail. So, doesn't really say the year. I was sort of assuming it was, assuming it was this year since they don't actually mention a year. Yeah, so that story might be old, uh, mm -hmm. but maybe or maybe it's not in Washington State because Washington State marijuana is completely legal. Um, mm -hmm. it, it looks like it's legal for both consumption and uh, medicinal and personal use. Right. Hmm. So I'm looking to see. Either way, he's a dumbass. Either way, he's a dumbass. Uh, right. But there might be holes in that story, so I wonder what's going on there. Okay, so you were a security guard at one at one point. At one point in my life, yes. And you used to carry firearms as a security yes, guard. I did. So um, without giving away location and names and stuff like that, uh, you want to tell us one of the stories uh, that you remember from, from that time being a security guard? Well... There's a couple of stories, but this is the one that actually stands out because this is the reason why I stopped carrying a gun. Okay. And what it was is that I was working an afternoon shift at a building when I noticed someone breaking into the back of the building. Now, the guy already had made it to the door by the time I went back there to stop him. And this, this, the thing was is that this was the first time I ever drew my gun on anybody. Okay, I really didn't draw it. I just had it on my hand. I'm ready to. I'm ready to put. So I first thing I do is identify myself. Security, can I help you? What are you doing here? All I see is this guy turn around, point a pistol, and start shooting. Holy crap! He starts shooting at your ass. Yeah, shot me. He shot three times. I was behind the steel door. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was shooting bricks. Yeah. Scared. Okay, man, people can make fun of me all you want, but hey, when stuff like that happens, every fear takes over. Hell yeah. Okay, so I pull up my gun. I start breathing heavy. I tell him, drop your gun. I put my hand over the door without even looking and threw three bullets. Cut the three. One, two, three. When I pulled the trigger the second time, I heard him yell. Okay. <laughs> he dropped to the ground and I, and I mean like a dummy I put my head to see where he was which I know I shouldn't have done and I I see the guy on the ground yeah 
Okay, I see the guy. He's like, oh, oh, you shot me, you shot me. So I run up to him with the gun. I I slip. And I, with the gun still in hand, like on the floor, hit my chest, get back up. I'm still aiming the gun at him. I said, don't move, don't move, don't move. I will shoot you, blah, blah, blah. I wait, make my way toward him. I see blood. Uh-huh. Okay, and I see the gun like two feet from him, so I kick it to the side. And when I kicked it, something else was kicked with it. So when I rolled the guy over, he's holding his hand. I shot that dude's middle finger off. <laughs> she, the bullet shattered his hand, shattered the finger, and left and left like a the only a, thing that was a nub. like a nub, or pretty much a nub. Oh fuck! And I'm like. I'm like 23, 24 at the time. Oh shit, you're young, dude. I'm young, dude. I was like, this is like right after I started working from, you know, 7 Eleven, you know? Dude, you you never told me this shit. I told family members, this is the reason why I don't carry a gun. Wow, bro. I mean, I was. I was young, dude. I was scared, man. I didn't know what to do. Well, also, After, like, you were super untrained from what it sounds like. Just, dude, back then, I think training was 80 hours. And that's just to, just to carry. It's, first of all, it's just 80 hours, of, 80 hours of range time. That was it. That's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah, never pulled the gun out of anybody. I have probably had the gun for maybe, and it's a company gun. So I've only had it for six months. So how does the company gun thing work? Like you, they give you a gun, you take that home or you lock it up at the office or how's that? Uh, I, it, I lock it up in the office. Okay. So it's you show up. Box. Yeah. So you show up to work and then you go uh-huh. to your safe box and the gun is issued to you. It's your gun. Yeah. But it's at the office and then you, you unlock yeah. it. And the place that you're, you're doing the security work at, is this is this an office building? It's an office building. Okay, so there's businesses in this place, and this dude was mm-hmm. trying to break in. What did this guy think he was going to get? You, you see, the thing is, I can't. I don't want to reveal a lot from that building, but that building had a lot of like, um, had a couple boutiques in it, as okay. well as as well as you know high tech stuff. Okay, you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's it's not a well it's a well known building, you know, uh-huh. and it's you know it's 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 crazy. You know, it's easy access. You know, nothing's really really secure. But the crazy part was is like after that, dude. Um, they took away my gun. Said I did the right thing. There was a camera. I went to court for a year with this guy because this guy was trying to like say that I shot him without identifying myself. He, I shot first. He he didn't shoot, and a bunch of other stuff. After that, I decided, you know what? I don't want to carry. Yeah. So much of a hassle is just it's just bumming everybody out. And I told the building, hey, you know, I really want to stay here, but I don't want to carry a gun. You know, and they were like, well, you know, this or that. You know, you're a good guy. You know what? Maybe we should change our policy. So literally, I they said, you know, he don't have, he doesn't have to carry a gun. But doesn't so, that 
put you in like danger though i mean like like the thing is is that okay so you go from not carrying a gun mm-hmm. i mean you go from carrying a gun to not carrying a gun right but you still have people coming into this place who could be yeah. armed true true i mean i did take i mean i'm not saying that self-defense does anything because it really doesn't compared to an, to an armed suspect but i mean to tell you the truth, i was so lucky that nothing like that ever happened again you know but i mean it was just for my at, at the time i was thinking that it was only for my own sake that i really wanted to deal with the hassle of carrying a weapon you know it was just oh this is so crazy you know i stopped doing it but, you know i just i just can't do this anymore. i can't carry that i mean i just started off with the gun i want anymore. it's just crazy it's really crazy yeah it, it is crazy because i mean like you said like that's the other part of this that people don't seem to realize is that there's responsibility there, right? And oh, yeah. when you shoot someone or something happens with that gun, you're on the hook for everything that could happen exactly. having, having to do with that gun. So someone oh, yeah. steals it, if you shoot it, if somebody else shoots it, you know, you're you're on the hook for that. And so yeah. when you shot that guy, you went to court. You know, yeah. like and the guy I mean, you're in court. They're going to give the name. They're going to give all that stuff. People know who you mm-hmm. are now, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's lucky that the guy didn't track you down and try to like fucking harass you outside of that. Yeah, exactly. And that was the one thing that we, the company was worried about. This guy already knows who I am. He knows where you work. A, he's a crackhead. He's mm-hmm. a crackhead trying to get score some money for whatever. You know, if it was somebody with any brains, he would have fucking tried to track you down, try to do something to me, you know? But. Well, that was could, one of the well, that, that was like the most craziest thing that ever happened to me while I was like security. The other mm-hmm. time it was like a, like we caught we caught a guy called Spider Man. You, you called him Spider Man. We called him Spider Man. You know, you know, it's funny because uh, we were we before we started the show today. I was just like, let's not talk about Spider Man, yeah. like Spider Man <laughs> the show, the movie. Yeah, because everybody's talking about Spider Man, and here oh, we yeah. are. We're talking about Spider Man anyway. <laughs> they know about a criminal named Spider Man. So okay. what? With this cat, <laughs> why? I have an idea of why you probably call him Spider Man, but why you call him Spider Man? Well, like it happened. I was, I, I think when I came to work one day, they already had told me, "Hey, we got robbed." Well, when you got robbed, it's a, it's a holiday. Who the hell comes in here? Yeah, and it's like it's closed, and he's like, the one of the facilities was open, right? And what this guy did was he pretended that he was visiting that center. And since the center was like with a skeleton crew, they have a, the elevator leads to the main main room, but there's doors or gates that don't close all the way up. So this guy climbed over the walls. Okay, climbed over the walls, went into the facility. The people that were working there, this guy snuck around and stole each and every person's wallet. <laughs> wow right so the guys they're like this yeah look out for this guy he did it blah 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 he stole from us and i said well the first thing i said well what's the first thing we're gonna do and he's like these people have uh, an access card that leads them into their suite as well as the uh leads them into the front door i said then we need to cancel all that we need to cancel all those cards all the employees well this guy decided to come back on a saturday when I was there, uh, right? 
<laughs> he's trying to he's trying to use the card to get in. And I'm like, he goes, Can I help you? Like, yeah, I have a class upstairs. I'm like, um, where are you going to? My class. Okay. What class? And he there's like several places that are doing classes right now, but I want him to be specific. Yeah. Right. And he goes, Oh, I'm going here for this class. I'm like, that's kind of that's kind of weird because they're closed today. And he's like, Well, I'm also going to this other place. I can, you know, so I can learn this. And I was like, Well, okay. So what I ended up doing was I let him go. Right. So I let him go. But before I went there, I had locked the elevator. So I had locked the elevator. So that's the only floor he goes to. The person there said, hey, he's up here. He's saying something about he wants to do this and that. And I said, well, he says he has a class. Do you have a class with him? He's like, no, it's the first time I see him. And I said, please escort him back to the elevator. The young cat, man, you know, young guy. He comes back down. I'm waiting for him on the elevator, right? And I said, you're not supposed to be here. And he goes, well, I came for the class. I said, well, they're saying you don't belong there. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Now, I see that he had the card in his hand, so I called the cops right away. So what I ended up doing was pissing them off just to stall until the cops got there. Mm. So he tries to break. I grab him and I fall to the ground with him. I literally did some bullshit move to keep them down. Now, back in the day, I was a little bit more heavier than what I am now. Uh-huh. Okay. So literally, this guy's like 100 pounds. I'm like three, 300 on him. Yeah. Okay. So I, he's like, get off me, get off me. I'm like, eh, not till the cops show up. Yeah. And he's like, you, you got nothing on me. He, man, he's a little wild little guy, man. He's almost getting loose. Yeah. You know? So I had to like switch up on him. So I ended up sitting on his chest. Yeah. Okay. I mean, literally sitting on his chest. So you 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 pulled a jujitsu move and you mounted his ass. Well, I, I didn't like like mount to mount it. The fact that I wasn't really into that type of stuff, but I like just literally just grabbed his ass and I sat on his chest yeah. and I thought I'm gonna kill this guy. He's three hundred pounds. He's three hundred pounds. So the cops show up. Yeah, and there's this I big fat dude sit, sit, yeah. <laughs> sitting on the wire, kid. Yeah, like I hope I said I, I, I get I said, I'm gonna get up. He tries to roll and book, and the, as I as soon as I open the door, the police run in and tackle this dude from the back. Oof. All I can see is his back go like, woo, and he like snap onto the floor. Now our floor is all marble. Yeah, knocked his ass out. Oof. I mean, they're like, we gotta call an ambulance. I'm like, we call an ambulance, and they said, what happened? He's like. Cops tackle him and he lands, like his whole face just hit the floor. Oof. He says, They were like, yeah, the, the, I mean, this guy's like checking his face to see if it's broken. I said, Man, I'm glad I ain't tackled his ass. You know, <laughs> everything's on camera, bro. All these things on camera. So I called the, the building owner and I said, Sir, uh, just to give you the heads up, the gentleman that was the guy that broke in on Monday, I caught him. He's here. The police have him. They need you to come down here to identify certain items. He comes by and he goes, Tito, you are the man. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just doing my job. 
Just, this guy had. I didn't I do anything. I just sat on this cat. I just sat on him. That's exactly what I said. I just sat on his hands. That's all I did. <laughs> this guy had had some key cards from the building. He had keys from a lady. Some of the wallets he still had on him. Why? In his backpack. That's so stupid. That's it's stupid. It's stupid shit. I had a credit card with someone's name on it that belo- that worked in the building. Uh, and that did it right there. It's like you know what we can't. We're arresting you for possession of stolen goods. And then they show the camera. You were here on Labor Day, and now you're back here again. And the cop even said, "You're stupid." Yeah. And now you're gonna pay for it, you know. Yeah. And they cuffed him, and he's like, "That guy hurt me." This and that. And he's like, "Well, he was detaining you. He had his rights." You know, I was like, there you go. What more do you want? And I was like, the next day, Monday came around. They're like, Tito, I'm buying you dinner. What do you want? I'm like, mm-hmm, I don't care. Cheeseburger? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those days, bro. I was like, oh. But I mean, yeah, there's, there's been other, other times where, and, it's, and one of them was a shouting contest with one guy. Oh, yeah. Shouting contest. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, man. I mean, I know you 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 own the store at one point. Your dad, mm. your parents own the store. I mean, don't you have stories like people trying to break in and stuff, man? So, dude, there used to be this cat. I have I have a couple of stories on it. I actually have quite a few, but there's uh-huh. one there's one story that was really funny, right? Like this one cat, he would show up every like few days, just mm-hmm. fucking wasted, dude. Just drunk out of his mind. You know, like he could barely stand, dude. And so this guy, he came into the store and he would walk around and just kind of like, you know, look for shit to like, to like, quote unquote, buy, you know, but really yeah. he was there to like shoplift, man. Like, really? yeah, dude, he'd show up and take bites out of the fruit and shit. And I was just like, what the fuck are you going to have to pay for that? And he's like, I got no money. And then what the fuck are you doing in here? Get the fuck out, you know? So, uh, so like one, you know, but every now and then he'll come in and you actually buy shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, you know, like I can't, you can't just, you know, discriminate against him, I guess, and toss him out every time he comes in the store. But, you know, there's been a couple of times where he does shady shit, you know? So then yeah. like, there's one time I'm hanging out. It's actually Christmas time and we have all the shit for the Christmas punch out. Right. Right. So we got like uh, guayabas straight from Mexico, like the nice mm. ones, and the helcotes and all that shit. All, all that, all the fucking, all the ingredients, basically in in one little area, so that people can come in and grab all the materials they need, or, or all the ingredients they need for punch. So this cat comes in one day, and is walking around, and you know he's like super drunk comes up to the counter and we got the guayaba sitting right next to the counter right next to the cash register Mm -hmm. and we put them there because they're one expensive and like we don't want anybody to shoplift but also like you know just you know they make the place smell nice so we wanted it close to the door so dude comes in wanders around comes up to the to the cash register staring at the guayabas and he's just kind of like doing the whole drunk wobbly thing where he's just like hovering over the guayabas. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm looking at him. I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do? Is he going to throw up or something? Like, why is he eyeballing the guayaba so hard? And then never seen this cat move this fast. He like, he just snapped his arm and snatched it up and stuck a guayaba right in his mouth and just stuffed it. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, pay for that shit. And he's like, I don't have any money. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, what are you doing in here? You just stole that guayaba. You got to pay for it. He's like, I don't have any money. I'm like, what do you got? And he's like, I got 25 cents. I'm like, that fucking thing was like $5. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a quarter. Get out of here. You know? It's like, <laughs> kick dude out, right? Right. Um, but, you know, so then like two days later, you know, I'm hanging out at the store again. You know, it's still Christmas time. This cat walks in and he's doing the whole hovering over the guayabas again. You know, he's sitting there just staring at him. And I'm over here reading this book, right? I'm reading this book. It was like a novel that I was doing for English class in college. And I'm sitting there and I see him. I see him. He's doing these, this little twitchy thing with his fingers. He's, he's kind of like, like, like he's playing, a, like he's playing the piano with his hands, but yeah. there's no piano. He's just sitting there waving magic over the, over the guayabas. Right. And then I uh-huh. see him, he's going to go for it. And right when he goes for it, I stick the book right in front of the hand. His hand runs into the book and he's like, what the fuck, man? You know, why are you discriminating against me? I said, dude, you have money. You have money. And he looked at me at like a little kid. He put his head down. This guy's like 50. Fucking put his head down and he's like, no, I don't have any money. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, but you got to get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Don't steal any more of my shit. Yeah. You, know, you could have some. If you have money, like and he's, he's like, I don't have any. Well, Got to get going, man. I'm sorry. Get out of here. You know, I was nice to him, but I was also like, don't mm-hmm. fuck around, man. You cut, you fooled me once, man. Fuck you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> no more. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You ain't seen my wallet. Fuck you. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking things are expensive, man. So that then, comes uh, out of my wallet, my <laughs> Yeah, man. Who's gonna pay for that shit? The store pays for that shit. Who owns the store? My family. What the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> but like the other wacky one was, and I don't know how this shit happened and how nobody figured this out. Mm-hmm. But um it must have been um it must have happened like late one night when the crew is a little uh, slimmer. Cause at night it used to be just a cash register guy and sometimes just a butcher and the butcher would double as both the butcher and the, the produce guy, you know? All right. And so, uh, because it was a small store, right? So, the, you know, dude would, if there was something missing, he would go downstairs, get it, put it up on the produce side and then get going or vice versa. Like if, if, uh, if it was empty, I would run downstairs real quick and grab a box if I knew exactly where I was going, you know? So, um, this cat, so somebody, some dude came into the store one night and I guess there must've been like, cause sometimes, sometimes also like at night it gets a little busy, like a lot of people show up and because we have that skeleton, skeleton crew, we're not really keeping a close eye. Right. Right. So somebody kind of figured this out and hid in the basement. The basement, the basement also doubles as the storage room. That's where we kept all the produce. That's where we kept the refrigerator for stuff, etc. Mm-hmm. This cat 
whoever he was, hit his ass in the basement, right? And luckily, none of us discovered him because who knows what would have happened. You know, like, I don't know if this guy had a gun or anything like that, you know? And what would have happened in the basement by myself if I was down there with this with this guy, you know? I don't know where he hid. We suspect that he hid. There's like a, a crawl space in the basement, way in the back of that building. And it is creepy as fuck in there. And nobody ever goes back there. So I'm thinking, or we all thought that maybe what he did was he got down there, saw where all the like merchandise and stuff is, figured probably shouldn't stay here. And so he went deep, deep into the basement and hid in the fucking crawl space. Mm. And so I was like, damn, dedication, because that shit, that shit's scary as fuck, man. That, yeah. like, I don't know how, how long he must have st- stayed down there, but he stayed down there a while. Because, like, around midnight, um, dude started walking around, right? And so, like, he came up. Like, we locked up, as usual, had no idea any of this shit happened. And, you know, these people, they don't think about this shit, but we emptied the cash register. We emptied the cash register, or back then, we emptied the cash register on a regular basis throughout the day, yeah. you know? Right. Uh, but at night, you know, we didn't keep any money down there at all. So, you know, we we emptied the cash register, took all the money upstairs to where we lived, in the, you know, because it was a, you know, two flat. We went upstairs to the upstairs apartment, and that's where the money went. It went with us. We locked the place up, and that was it. So then, dude came up, and what he didn't realize is that, yeah, we have an alarm system. He probably knew that, but he didn't know that the alarm system also acts on motion sensor, because you can't, because you can't. I, I mean, it has it has wire taps and stuff like door taps, yeah. so that every time the door opens, it knows. But also, like, you know, uh, we just had motion sensors in case somehow somebody got around the door. You know, maybe they came through right. a window or something. So we put motion sensors in. Dude came up up the stairs. And the moment he, he came out into the clear area and the main area, the alarm went off. And it just it's loud, dude, right? So I'm sure... Dude panicked, right? He was freaking out. And so he dived at the cash register and tried to get money out of it. Couldn't open it because he was freaking out, right? Didn't grab anything. Grabbed a bunch of chips, a bunch of soda, you know, then ran, tried to kick the door in the front. Couldn't because the door had all this stuff in front of it because we usually rolled uh, the bread case and other stuff in front of the door. Yeah, I remember that. So he, you know, I guess he saw that he couldn't, he didn't know how to get out of it or whatever. So he looked at, you know, he tried to kick it, couldn't get out that way. He ran to the back door, right? And this is the funny thing. The back door, you could open very easily. You know, there was, it was just a a little, like one of those little turn locks. Yeah. And a giant, like two by four that held the door close right with one of those uh i don't know what like they the call barricade them. lock yeah the barricade lock exactly yeah so i don't know what the fuck this guy was on 
but he went back there was freaking out wasn't thinking had a bunch of shit in his arms and started kicking the barricade yeah i know right and so he ended up breaking the two by four and the door down and ran out and uh it was amazing it was amazing because you know like uh we watched this guy we watched him on the you know on the camera we were sitting there watching this guy the whole time he was like running around losing his mind like oh shit, oh shit, and didn't know what to do dived into the cash register couldn't get anything out of there ran out went to the back door and started kicking him like you stupid motherfucker. and so like you know me and my family were sitting there watching this guy laughing right and I'm thinking, oh, well, let's call the cops. You know, they'll get here. This guy's not going to get out, you know. <laughs> but he got out. And when he got out, he totally ruined that back door. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, like it would have, maybe it would have been smart for us to, I don't know, call the cops let sooner. Out. Or let them yeah. out. Yeah, just let them out. Because yeah. now, like, you know, we were out a few bags of chips and a door, you know. And that's like the worst part about some of these fucking idiots, right? Not only do they not get what they want, but they ruin a bunch of shit in the process, you know? Just to get out. Yeah, just, just not to, to get caught. Yeah, just trying not to get caught. I was just like, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, like, oh. ugh. it's just, it's amazing that, that that guy probably was hiding in that crawl space. Wow. Well, he must have like, known that it was there or he just got lucky knew that it was there or something i think well like you go down there if i think about it there's only you can hide in the refrigerator but if you hide in the refrigerator uh it's like the closet the moment you open the refrigerator they're gonna see you there's no place exactly. to hide you know yeah you had a small refrigerator walk-in refrigerator exactly it was a very small walk-in refrigerator so like okay so the refrigerator is out right okay we're in so maybe you can hide under the stairs but that's also a no-go because there's nothing really kind of covering the stairs in general like you could see through the steps i really like it's an open area too there's no like i mean there's boxes and stuff on the floor but not a lot of it it, it's you know there isn't a spot to really hide the only thing he could have like i think the natural assumption or 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 movement would be to like go to the back go as far back as you can to find a hiding spot and that's where he ended up but right. fuck dude i don't know man you got any more uh security security guard stories man i got one where i used to work at an aldi's okay okay and what happened was um this guy was, uh, to tell you the truth, I was working, I was working my building and I had just lost my job there at the building I was at because new management didn't want us there. So, they, but while I was there, I'm not going to lie to you, there was a guy who's, who taught Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, cool. Right. So he told, he showed me how to do an arm, like an arm bar type deal, right, for self-defense. So, that being said, um, we had lost the account at that place, so they, these guys didn't really like me, the security company, 
So they kept pushing me and pushing me away from the city. Okay, so the the farther the account was, the worse it was for me. Right. Yeah. So I ended up working at an Aldi's. Wow. Okay. And all these out by like, man, boo-hoo fucking Egypt. Okay. So this guy, they told me, you need to watch this guy because this guy, he was, he was a homeless guy. Right. Mm. But also this guy was kind of stocky. You know, so he, you know, he, 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 he said he did his time in the army and shit like that and all that crazy shit. So they told me to watch him. So this guy walks in with a bet with a book bag. Right. But at the same time, they want me to make sure that everybody in front is okay. But at the same time, I'm supposed to keep an eye on him. So I keep an eye on him and I see him by the shrimp aisle, you know? And I blink once and I see the bag gone. So I was like, huh? So I keep following him. He just doesn't know I'm following him now. I see him do the same thing with bread. He grabs the bread, he swings the bag to the front, slides it in, and then slides it back, you know? Like a quick motion, like chum, chum, chum. that's it. That's how, that's how the guy shoplifted. Huh. So at so at the end, I called the manager. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna need your help on this one. He goes, what's going on? Said, you know that guy you want me to watch? He's like, yeah. I just saw him put a loaf of bread in his bag as well as um, I think he put some shrimp. I'm not saying he did it, but then you know he had a hand, he had his hand full of shrimp and and some um salami, the hard salami you have to cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I, it ended up in his bag. He's like, okay, what do you want me to do? Well, I need you to stop him, and I need you to tell him to open up his bag. I can't do it. You can do it because you're you're the owner of the store. He's like, okay. We stop up. We take him to the register. We open it. He goes, "Do you have a? Uh, you have anything to hide?" He's like, "No, I don't hide this." Well, we need to search your bag. He goes, "No, I don't think so." He's like, "Yeah, we have to look at your bag." He goes, "We caught you on camera taking stuff." And he goes, "He goes, go ahead, search my bag." And we take out like three bags of shrimp, the loaf of bread, and the hard salami. Wow. Okay. And as soon as he does that, we show him. She he looks at me. He looks at the at the at the red at the girl. The register said, "Call the cops." This motherfucker pushes me and starts booking toward the door. Yeah. Me like a fucking street thug, grab a shopping cart. And throw it at his legs. He falls to the ground. I jump him. I actually, from what the video I showed my, what the video I showed the, on the guy, he said, you mounted him. Yeah. And I, and I wrapped my arms around his neck and his arm was up like that. So I had him like with his arm up like this and my other arm was under his chin. So I had him like that. Yeah. And he was like, he couldn't move because I wrapped my legs around him. I don't know. That was a generic attempt to hold him yeah but he didn't move huh and, he, and he's like he's like he's like he let go of me now I'm like i don't think so i'm not letting you go and he's like so the cops get here so there's people buying stuff at the same time i have this dumbass <laughs> on the floor okay <laughs> so i told the manager i said hey guy you need to close the store i'm sorry but you need to close it because you can't trust this guy so he's like all right he says, everybody please drop what you're doing and please exit the building ah come on man you should let that guy go i'm like nope i'm not letting anybody go Hmm. so when the when the when the cop showed up the guy was like oh this is pretty and i go yeah i tried to do something and i failed 
He goes, well, you got him. That's all that matters. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I told the guy, look, man, I'm going to roll you over. I'm going to let you go. The cop's like, you let him go, we'll grab his hand. They grabbed one of his hands that was up. And the other one, they grabbed him. I'm going to let him go. They let him go. He starts fighting, fidgeting. I'm still on top of him. Yeah. But it's like his face is on the floor and I'm, I'm actually in behind him. So I unhook my legs and I come off of him. And he starts saying, I got you, man. I got you. I got you. You see, you, you didn't have me. You're big and fat. And I said, yeah, and you're the one going to jail. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that I did. I was like, the guy's like, oh, man, where'd you learn that at? I was like, look, man, that was like the worst attempt at doing something. I said, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a crazy move. I was like, oh, it's ugly. But it, it just that, goes to show one. how that just goes to show how effective jujitsu can be. Mm-hmm. With just a little bit of training. Yeah. You know, I'll never do it again. I'll tell you that now. But that, that's. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, you, you were you were a security guard at the time, right? I mean, yeah. uh, the 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 natural or I should say natural, but what a civilian should be doing is not those things. A civilian, mm-hmm. a civilian should absolutely run in the other direction, you know, right. um, just for the sake of, you know, preserving mm-hmm. one's own life. You know, if, if one of your own is being attacked, then, oh, it's just, then instinctively you, you do what you have to. Well, yeah. At that point, you, you'll, you'll have to decide what, what is the best course of action. Right. But mm-hmm. man, dude, fuck that, man. That's, that's some crazy shit, dude. That's some crazy, crazy shit. I can't imagine doing that kind of stuff. I, you know, it's Dude, funny because I did security a little bit here and there, but never, I never had it. I, like, like I was a a glorified usher is what I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I didn't actually like did any any kind of securing. If <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, no, I get it. I get it. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the easiest jobs you can get, you know, because they really don't care. They just want a body, to tell you mm. the truth. I've noticed that. I mean, like, the other thing, too, is, like, I did it for, like, 20 years. Wow. You know, 19 years I did it for. 14 at the same place, at the one building I was at, 14 years there. And I was like, I can't. When the opportunity came to leave, I left. I was like, I can't do this anymore, you know? Mm. It was people expect people people expect you to be super cops, you know, and it's not it's not even that. Man. Yeah. It's a so, fucking mall hat. Mall cop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's just um it's a dangerous job, man. And and yeah, and, I get it. I get and the and the higher the higher up you go in that realm, you know, you go from security security guard to cop. Than mm-hmm. the cop to like SWAT, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like it gets more and more dangerous, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I have nothing but respect for the police officers. Oh, for sure. I have, for I, sure, have you know. I have friends who are cops, man. Yeah, me too. I I, I love those dudes. You know, I, res- uh, I respect what they do. That's yeah, they do. yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. any. I don't know any bad cops. I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they're out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen them on TV and right. stuff, but none of the, but I, I, I'm lucky enough to, to know good guys, you know, good cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like shit, man, I can't imagine being a cop. That's a, that's a fucking, that's a job. That's that 
doesn't get the respect they used to. Yeah, true. That's true. I get it. I mean, I've had, I know to get off the subject of that, like, I remember one time I was doing security straight out of a fucking comedian, uh, straight out of a movie, bro. I swear to God. This guy came running down the hall, right? And ran smack into the door. Like the most silliest thing I've ever seen. And then they're like, stop him. He's robbing. He just robbed upstairs. I'm like, well, he's not going anywhere. He just ran into the wall. I mean, he just ran <laughs> into the door. Yeah. And they were like, are you serious? He's like, I think he thought it was like one of those doors that opened automatically. And he ran smack into the middle of the door. Boom. Hard as hell. I'm like, <laughs> and I called, I called the cops. He was getting up. And I said, hey, stay down, dude. He's like, you hit that door pretty hard. I was trying to be, you know, trying to like confuse him and shit. He's like, what happened? Well, we were running down the hall and he ran back to the door. And then that's when I buzzed the cops in. And I go, there he is. And then like the lady's like, he tried to rob us upstairs and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what, what, what'd I do? And he's like, he had no idea what he was. And so I started like, I, my boy who, who was the office manager at the time, he was like, is he for real? I'm like, dude, he's straight out of a cartoon. And I swear to God, he ran straight into the door and like, Lay the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, we got it on video, right? I'm like, hell yeah, we do. Let's watch that video footage. He's like, we send this the funniest home videos. <laughs> dude, that was like probably like the easiest day on the job for you, huh? Oh, dude. There's been easier jobs, but I mean, swear the guy it was funny. Like I just I didn't know he was even up there. Like I had just relieved the other guy. And like I was in my uniform and everything and checking in and everything. Next thing I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, that guy just robbed me. I'm like, he's not going anywhere. Let me call the cops. I called the cops, and everyone's just staring at him. I like, I kept the door closed just in case he got up. You know, and then the cops showed up, and he was ready to get up. I'm like, hey, man, stay down there, man. You hit that door pretty hard. What happened? I don't know. You were running. And that's when the guy buzzed in the cops, and they're like, there he is. (laughs) Now, we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service bluehost is definitely the way to go if especially if you're building it in uh, wordpress for example it's the hosting service i use for my website the flow Roll podcast and they're super dependable never had a problem easy to use i highly recommend them make sure you use a referral link in the description so that bluehost knows i sent you also, the music you're listening to here comes from Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan. It's great. And you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now. With over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects, you will find all that you will need for your projects. When you head over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Now, I just recently started using Monday. Um, Monday.com has what they call a work operating system, a work OS. What it is is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects 
and a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it, just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? What's the timeline, et cetera, et cetera. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it, I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. Dude, like um, there was there was this one time I was on the train mm-hmm. and uh, I was taking the L train to Chinatown because I was gonna meet my wife there for dinner. Right. So I got off of work, jumped on the train, went down to Chinatown. And so I'm, you know, I'm on the train. It's crowded as fuck. Right. Like, and this is pre pandemic. Right. So like, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was standing shoulder to shoulder with people. All right. I can't imagine that doing, doing that now, but whatever. No so, way. so I'm on the train. I'm standing shoulder to shoulder with people. It's, it's summer. Right. So it's warm out. It's kind of sweaty too. So it's gross on the train. And um, I'm in like, and it's not like I planned to do this. I was like in the middle of like where people sit, but Mm -hmm. I'm standing. Right. So I'm basically blocked into where I'm standing. And there's a bunch of, there's like uh, two young couples hanging out by the door and I don't know what happens between them, but they start arguing. Right. So we start, you know, everybody on the train starts noticing that it's getting heated over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my earphones on. I'm kind of watching, but I'm also like trying not to pay too much attention. Cause I don't want to like also like instigate anything or make anything worse, you know? So right. I'm, tr- I'm trying not to pay too much attention, but I'm I'm eyeballing these kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm here. I'm sitting there, you know, looking at it, and it just keeps getting more and more heated. Eventually, this one dude starts throwing punches at this girl. Wow. Like this dude, 23, 24, starts throwing punches at this at this girl, and the girl takes a few to the face. And she gets angry and starts throwing punches back, right? Mm. So there's there's a fist fight going on, right? And, you know, uh, I can't remember what happened with the couple that was there with them. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, one of them was trying to hold the other one back, right? Nice. And it starts getting messy in there, right? So, like, people, people freak out. Because, I mean, people are shoulder to shoulder to these kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, um everybody's trying trying to like get out of the way because the first thing in my head i'm thinking what if he has some kind of weapon right mm-hmm. we're all in here together someone's going to get hit with something you know right. whether it's a knife or a gun or whatever so i'm thinking like what the fuck right so i look up i'm trying to think you know what should i do should i run towards him and try to keep him from maybe pulling something or should i just get the fuck out Well, the decision was made for me because everybody 
that was around these people, like spread out, but the place was packed, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody like just just shoved themselves into everybody else. And I'm like thinking like, I'm going to get crushed here. Like seriously, like there was a lot of people, people, people behind me weren't moving and the people in front of me were coming into me and I was getting squished. I was just like, holy shit. Like I could, I can really get crushed here. Like thankfully it didn't happen and it wasn't like not that serious, but I could see how somebody can actually maybe die from something like this. Not I'm nowhere near. I was nowhere near in that kind of danger. I'm just saying there was a lot of pressure and I was, I was surprised at how much pressure there was just from people standing, pushing into you. So then I'm thinking, fuck it. There's no way other than to go in the other direction. So I turned to the person sitting in front or standing in front of me. I said like, please move, move that way. And, you know, they passed the message down. And so we all started moving away from the chaos. And when we get to the door, Dude, I kid you not. There was like a 500-pound dude standing at the door. So we get to Chinatown. The door is open. And the 500-pound dude was standing in the doorway, not moving. He was watching the fight like a weirdo with a giant smile on his face. It was weird. He was watching Mm -hmm. the fight, getting a kick out of it, but not realizing he was blocking the fucking doorway. This giant behemoth of a man was blocking like 40 people trying to get out of the door and he wouldn't move. And we're like, move. Everybody was yelling at him, move. Dude, dude snaps out of it. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Like, what's wrong with you? You know? And he, he moves. And the moment he moves, everybody that was in that car, you know, pours out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking like, I should see, what needs to be done. So I circle back to where they were actually standing in front of the other door. So I run Mm -hmm. back over to that door. And by the time I get there, that dude had already ran out and, and jumped out the other exit. And the girl was just sitting there all bloodied, you know, it was just a mess. So I was just like, what the fuck? But it was crazy, man. Cause like, Mm -hmm. like there was this, this one giant fat dude, like, God forbid, you know, somebody pulled a gun or something. This dude would have guaranteed people that, you know, die in that fucking cart, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, these kids, I don't think they had any kind of weapons because, thankfully, yeah, I didn't see any. But, um, right. but yeah, like, everybody, you know, it, it was it was nuts. And I was like, holy shit, look at this, you know? And so, like, I saw the girl. I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't want to have anything to do with They're crazy, you know? That you know they they were sitting there swearing and saying all kinds of nonsense. So I said, "She she seems fine. <laughs> she's a little she's a little <laughs> messy, little messed up, but, but she's she, fine. But she's she appears to have you know all her wits about her. She seems to have mm-hmm. all her teeth. Everything seems okay. Just gonna go downstairs and tell the the you know the because the at these CTA train stations, the attendant is at you know." At the you know at the entrance of course right so i went downstairs yeah. at the entrance um and and told the attendant and say hey you know like somebody just got the shit kicked out of him upstairs you might want to go check it out maybe call the ambulance 
and her basic like <laughs> it was funny because like her her basic like reaction to it was like oh, okay like again like saying oh. like, like this shit happened again and she's like oh okay this is like what happened and i was like this and this this is like and she's like oh, all right this is like is the guy you know is like the the troublemaker's still around i'm like no i think they're gone and she's like all right because i mean she's a woman too so she's got to worry about her safety right Exactly. I mean, because I mean, she's not carrying a weapon either, right? No, no, no. They don't. She's not they a security guard. They're not allowed to. Yeah, she's not a security guard, right? No, no, no. So she goes up there, and, and that's when I took off. I was like, all right, that's it. That's enough for me. Yeah. I did my good deed for the day. Well, I didn't do <laughs> shit. I did absolutely <laughs> nothing. There was nothing for me to do. <laughs> the little bit that I could do, I, I, I wouldn't have done it anyway because I didn't want to. I, did, I only would have done it if I had to. Dude, you know that's crazy man no, i remember go ahead bro i'm sorry no i was just saying it, it doesn't make any sense for me to get involved if there's exactly doesn't. you know you know like they they the, the the violence that was done was done to themselves like each other it didn't no. sprint to other people nobody else got hurt uh i was not in a position to even help or stop anything so right you know there was I nothing for it, me bro. to do yeah it's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I'm going to tell you something. When I had one crazy, scary, like super scary experience happen like that before. Me. Okay. And I was on a CTA bus when it happened. Mm. Okay. Now, this is back when I was in high school. And my daughter was just born. Okay. So it was like a couple months. And. It was the summertime, and what happened was I needed to go get formula for her while her mother was attending a, a seminar about where she was going to school for. So I took, they said, I'm going to take her with me. We're going to go buy formula. She says, okay, fine. No big deal. So I go. We have, but the closest place that sold formula, I had to take a bus. Okay? So I took the bus, and on the way back, you know, someone was nice enough to offer me a seat with the baby and everything. So you see two guys enter through the back of the bus. Yeah. Okay? All right. And I'm at the door of it. Like, here's my seat and here's the door. Okay. So I, honestly, the bus driver says, hey, man, you can't come in here, blah, 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 blah. So they walk up to the front of the bus. All right. Hey, man, you got to pay your fare. And I go, oh, man, when you're right. like, no, no, no. So pretty much what they were doing was casing the people that were on the bus. Because as soon as they turned around, they started snatching stuff. Uh, You know? Yeah. Now, I have the baby in front of me. I'm carrying her this way. Okay? And the guy reaches over me. You know, so I drop what I'm doing and I grab her and I go to the side like this. And I'm blocking because this guy literally jumped over me to grab the chain from the lady that was across sitting across from me. Yeah. Dude, my first concern was her. I didn't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah. You know, and it was so scary. Dude. Like, you know, my kids on the bus, and this is going on. I was like, no, I can't do this. Man. I told her, I told my 
Maybe mom at the time, I was like, this is what happened. I don't think it's right. I don't think we should be taking her out and, unless we have a right. He said, I can't go. I don't want anything bad to happen. Is she okay? She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. It's just that, you know, it's scary. It's scary yeah. stuff like that to happen, you know? Guy reaches over, the person, dude, you don't give a shit about me. Leave her out of it, you know? Like, um, when there was one time, dude, it's just like every time I take public transportation at t- at night, I'm just on alert. Like, you, you just have to be. You man. have to. You, you have, have to. to be. It's funny because, like, I used to take the, the bus home from college, and I would ride uh-huh. that 60 all the way home, right? The, right. the Blue Island right. 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was funny because me and my homie, Fredo, mm-hmm. we would take that bus home. And, uh, you know, he, he lived in Cicero, so he'd just take it all the way down to the Cicero um, uh, yeah. turn turnstile or what they call that? The uh, what. It's uh, just the end of the train station. You know, the, the, bus, the bus the bus, terminal. Oh, the bus okay. Ter- yeah, you take it all the way down to the bus terminal in Cicero, right? Mm-hmm. And so then he would walk from, you know, from there to home. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but then like uh, for me, you know, I just get off on, you know, Pulaski or Kivel or wherever and then walk over to my house. Mm-hmm. But like you see some weird shit sometimes, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've gotten on the bus with Jesus. Like yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Jesus was on the bus with me. Here I and think there. I met Jesus. You think <laughs> you think just so you know, first of all, Jesus is Mexican. Right. And he lives in Pilsen. I don't know if that you know that. Know. Yeah, I, I've seen Jesus mm-hmm. come out of his own house. Or at least I think that's his house. I remember being on the bus. Uh-huh. I was on the Blue Island. Uh it had taken like a, a weird detour once and we went down <laughs> Cermak or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw Jesus rising from the ground <laughs> with his cross. Because, <laughs> okay, so let me describe Jesus. Like I said, he's Mexican. So he's got a little, you know, he's got a little tan skin. He's got mm-hmm. the long Jesus hair. He's got the beard. Yeah. Yes. But he's always dressed in white. You know, as Jesus would be. Mm-hmm. And of course, sandals. He, sandals mm-hmm. But he, he also carried the cross. He had a cross. He had yes. a legit big ass cross. Mm-hmm. But I think as you, the years went on, I think he just found it more convenient, especially while traveling on the bus, to carry the to carry maybe a more travel size cross. It right. was it was still big, but it wasn't like all the way down to the ground cross. It was just no. like halfway it down his back. His, um, yeah, that's exactly. It was like I would say it's up to his chest. It was it was, it was it was a little longer. I think it was down to uh, his back, but who knows? Like he had, but it yeah. was he he carry it. Yeah, and so um, yeah, dude, Jesus would get on the bus. I I'd, I'd sit there waiting for the bus where you know where you know downtown where we would take it. And uh-huh. Jesus would wait for the bus with me. <laughs> and that's where I met him. I met him downtown. Yeah. You see, I would take, I would take Halsted uh-huh. all the way down to 55th street. Ah. And then from 55th street over. So that, I know they probably told you the time where I got stabbed. No, you never told me the time you got stabbed. 
I got stabbed, bro. Got By stabbed. what? By um some um some guy who was a hype. A hype. That yeah. They, if you don't believe me, you can ask uh, Coco. What's a hype? Cousin, a hype. A hype. He was like, he was all strung up on drugs and stuff. I oh, he was. Oh, you. He was all okay. He was all cracked out yeah. or whatever. Okay. He was all cracked out. Yeah. So, and um, I call it. I had just come from a Christmas party. Okay, and I don't know if you remember. I had that police leather jacket. Remember that one? Vaguely. Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Okay, well, I, I went, I had come home, and I was a little, I'm not saying I was tipsy, but I was like somewhat disturbed, right? So this guy came up to me, and I seen this guy before around 55th Street, right there on Halstead, always asking for money, all this crap. He sees me. He, he, he walks to me. Now, this is like around 1.30 in the morning. Okay, it's, it's bad for me to be in that neighborhood around 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, I see you here all the time. Goes, got any money? I'm like, no, I ain't got nothing, dude. I don't carry cash for you. He goes, come on, man. You got something. Like, oh, dude, I got nothing. And um, what I used to do is in that security, with that police officer jacket, I used to carry a metal baton, right? Mm-hmm. Right in my right on the sleeve. There's a Those are illegal, by the way. Yeah, I know. But yeah. <laughs> a, a cop gave it to me, so I'm using it. Okay. <laughs> so this guy, this guy comes up to me, man. I know you got something. So he starts touching me. I'm like, hey, dude, don't do that. Maybe I don't like getting something touching. Now, at this point, I see him. He pulls something out and he goes, he actually goes forward with it. So he stabbed. He aims for here. Okay, now the cool part about this jacket is that it has a little bit of Kemlar in it. It's a little bit of chain mail. So it didn't go through. So he starts going under. He gets me, dude. He gets me right where my thigh, my leg meets my stomach. Mm. He got me good. As soon as he got me, I, I did the most stupidest thing. I like headbutted him in the face. He falls to the ground. I start stomping his hand. Freaking drop that knife. Mm. Stomp his hand. I don't know what it came over me. I did a stupid wrestling move. I jumped up and I kneed him in the face. Like he was already on the ground. And I just jumped up and douche. Mm. He was out. I laid on the ground like this and I'm holding my, my stomach and I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, it's gonna get me, man. You got me good. And I and I put, I start holding it. And I call the cops. I say, hey, I'm on 55th and Hart. I'm on guard 55th. I thought I'm on Halston and 55th. They're like, 55th and Halston. That doesn't exist. I'm like, hey, I'm on 55th and Halston. Okay, you mean Garfield? Yes, Garfield. Can you look? I just been stabbed. I need the police here now. The guy's on the floor. He tried to stab me with a with an ice pick that was wrapped in duct tape. Oh jeez. Rusted, dude. Rusted. And I was oh. sitting there, right? These guys started showing up. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Blah 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 blah. I was like, hey man, you don't want to get involved. Sorry, this guy stabbed me. He goes, How do we know he stabbed you? You know, and I'm like, hey, I don't want any trouble, man. I'm already I'm already hurting as it is. So I start I start kicking the 
the ice pick toward my way, toward my side. And I grab my baton and I pull it out and I go, and I go, I don't want any problems, bro. The cops show up, they book, they start following that guy. I'm like, I'm the one on the ground. Why are you chasing these dudes? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. So another cop comes, he pulls over and he goes, are you okay? I'm like, no, nah, man, this guy did something to me. He stabbed me with that thing. What was he trying to do? He's trying to rob me. And he's like, he goes, are, are you stabbed anywhere else? I said, and he tried to stab me here, and he, but he got me down here. And he's like, let's see. And I lift up my hand. He's like, oh, God, dude. Like, uh, they called an the ambulance. The ambulance shows up. And they're like, they're like, oh, you're going to be okay. It's just, it's just, it's just a stab. It didn't hit anything. But you are bleeding a lot. You know, like, yeah. Well, do something, please. You know? mm-hmm. So they stopped the bleeding on the van. And the guy was like, they arrested the guy for attempted. The, the charge was attempted robbery with the intent to kill. And I was like, at that point, bro, that's when I decided I need a car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like no, I can't do that. My, um, I was in the hospital. Um, uh, old girl came came to sign me out because they wouldn't release me unless someone came to get me. Mm-hmm. I was walking around with a cane for like a month, and the security company that I worked for, they caught it was an unexcused absence. Oh come on! Yeah, yeah, bro. I had went to work. I didn't go to work. I had to give him the papers from the doctor and she had me waiting there like an hour for me to give her the paperwork because it was considered an unexcused absent and they were they wanted to fire me. And when I showed him the paperwork, she goes, I don't have time for you. I got to go. And I started making them. I started making a fuss, dude. I grabbed my cane, started slamming it on the desk. And I said, you get your fat ass over here. Take these papers. and they were like the the head honcho showed up and he's like what's going on i was like that fat bitch told me to come over here because she said i had a nice i just got checked out i just got stabbed my my mom is waiting for me outside and brother now she's telling me she doesn't want to take she doesn't have time for me whoa whoa, relax 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 i was like forget you man i was like he's like you know if it wasn't for me you wouldn't have this account and blah 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 let me see the paperwork and he looked at the paperwork he's like oh you got stabbed. I'm like, yeah, I got stabbed. That was the reason why I didn't come to work. I was in the hospital. And she's because he's saying it's an unexcused absent. And she's like, he's like, well, you know, how does she know you got stabbed? And I said, well, that's the whole point of me being here, right? Yeah. That's the whole point of me giving you the paperwork. And they were like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Said, well, I'm sorry. You have to wait so long. And blah, blah, blah. How many, we'll, go, we'll give you a week excuse. I'm like weeks of absence. I'm like, let's get you, man. I'm going home. Forget this. Security companies are dicks. That's where they got all they care about is having a body there. That's all they care about. Jesus, man. Well, that was bad. <laughs> Dude, old girl had to come get me, and she was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> she was, "Can you walk?" I said, "I, I walk with a limp, so mm. I, I need a cane." And they gave me a cane, and then she she walked with the she walked with 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 um, Grand OG was in the car. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, not really. He's like, what are you going to do? Go home and relax. That's all I can do now. Called up my job. Said, unexcused, unexcused. Um, I'm like, I forget you. Until you give us the paperwork, you consider it unexcused. That's some BS, man. <laughs> it's BS, bro. I hated working for that security company, bro. 
I could do them wrong if you say their name. <laughs> no, nah, dude. We don't want that because that's uh, no. liability. No, I ain't going to say it, bro. Forget that. They're not worth it. Yeah. yeah. I'm at a better place now, bro. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters, man. Yeah. We all are. We all are at a better yeah. place. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I wonder whatever happened to Jesus. You know what? I do I do think about it sometimes. I was like, man, what happened to Jesus? It's like, it's like I remember Jesus. I remember it's Jesus. He used, to, he used to talk to me all the time on the bus. I'm like, you used to talk to him? Yeah, he used to talk to him. I never wanted to talk to Jesus. Yeah, he preached. Did he? Much. Yeah, but that's what I figured. He preached. He's like, you know, Jesus loves you. And at one point, I said, you love me? And he's like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, okay, you know. It was crazy. I talked to him maybe a couple times. And sometimes I actually would hide from him. Pretend I was asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. I never. I never hid from him, but I never talked to him either. Like I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, ah, hey, you're cool. Whatever, man. You know. Like you got. You got your thing. You're doing your thing. You go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I just don't. Don't bother me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he would like sit on the. You know, on the, on the on the bus and uh, pass out little pamphlets. You know, and every yeah. now and then he would see someone who was like down on their luck or someone that was living a life he didn't agree with. So he would, you know, just reach out and give them the pamphlet. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh, you judgmental motherfucker. How do you know maybe this guy's happy, you know, you know, <laughs> the fuck, what the fuck you, uh, you know, you think this guy's a, you know, whatever, you know, and you're going to yeah. give him a pamphlet. Uh, fuck off. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Shame on you. No, come on, man. <laughs> you know, the first thing Jesus, you know, it's a little hypocritical. Okay. Jesus, I, Jesus is all. Jesus was all about, you know, accepting your fellow man for who they are and letting people live their life and not being judgmental. And here you are. I mean, remember, like, let he be who be without sin, be the first to cast yeah. the, the first stone. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, you know, here's this motherfucker pa- passing out pamphlets to everybody he thinks is a sinner. <laughs> is that what it was? That's what he, There's a little bit I of that. Thought it, I, I thought he was just spreading the word of God. There's, I mean, yes, he was spreading the word of God. But every now and then he saw somebody who he figured wasn't living the life that they should be living, according, uh-huh. according to him. And Jesus would lean over and give him a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, Jesus! Just, just Jesus, to, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, just whatever, whatever you want to come up with, you know, whether they were, uh, you know, gay or gang banging or whatever. If he saw that you were not living the life that you should be living, he was gonna give you a pamphlet. But he he did give it to everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know? But every now and then he saw somebody and he's like, "Oh, you need Jesus," you know, and he gave yeah. him. He gave him a pamphlet. <laughs> he wasn't aggressive about it. You know, it wasn't like he was no, being, he, you know. I don't remember him being like that. I remember no. him just like getting on the bus and he gave me a pamphlet. But pretty much what it was was just the word of God. You know, that's pretty much it. He, he, he would sit down and talk to me. He goes, you know, Jesus loves you. You know, the Lord loves you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm Catholic. I never talked you know, to him. Like, I never, I never yeah. talked to the dude. He spoke Spanish, right? He was that's all he spoke. Yeah, yeah. that's all he spoke in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, uh, you see, there you go. First of all, Jesus is Mexican. Mm-hmm. He lived in Pilsen, and he speaks Spanish. 
It's a miracle Dude. that Crossy to turn into a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Forgive me. Forgive so, me. Forgive yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you believe in Jesus. I believe in the Lord, brother. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus. I'm Catholic, so I have to. Not that oh. I have to, but I do try to practice what I can. I'm not saying I'm the perfect, because I'm less than perfect, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do, I, I try to do my part. Ah, uh, dude, I don't, I, I mean, you, you live your life, if it makes oh, you happy. Yeah. You know? I do. I, I'm not, I'm, I don't, you know. I you don't have to admit to anything. So yeah, I, not, no, no, I'm not a, I'm no. not a Jesus guy. And we've had, I had this discussion with, with me. Girlfriend. Oh, okay. With my girlfriend. Okay, my girlfriend's like, I don't. She goes, I'm not Catholic, but I believe in God. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, but you do. And she goes, you pray, you pray all the time. She goes, no, I don't. I said, you say, oh my God, oh my, all the time. And that's she's not, like, that's not praying. That's I, swearing. I, I know, but I call it praying because she goes, oh, my God. I'm like, there you go, praying again. Why do you keep praying? Mm. You know, and she's like, oh, you're silly. I'm like, yeah, I have, I have my moments. Yeah, that's that's uh, God. That's not really praying. That's taking God's name in vain. It's, that's blasphemy. It is, man. It's cursing, essentially. Mm. Yeah. Don't but anyway. All right, bro. All right, brother. Let's put a cap on this. Oh, yeah. All right. Episode 99. Episode 99. Done with and in the can, man. Yeah. All right, brother. Episode 100. Let's see what you got for us, brother. Dude, it's going to be good, man. I can't wait. Can't wait, man. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, brother. Thanks so much for uh, coming on, Cousin Primo. No problem, man. No problem. I'm here for you. You know that. All right, brother. Love you, man. All right, brother. Love Catch you too, later. man. Later. Later. The music you're listening to is called Lackluster Foray, and that's by Richie Everett. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. And as I mentioned before, if you do head on over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that you know that I sent you. So there you have it. Cousin Primo got some action in his younger days when he was a security guard. Thankfully, he left that job because it sounded kind of dangerous. Anyway, if you like this episode and you want to hear more, head on over to our website, thefloropodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can find some Flowroll merchandise. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram under the name The Flowroll. And you can follow me, Edgar Otraves, on Instagram as well under the name Edgar Otraves. And don't forget to follow my co-host for today, Cousin Primo, on Instagram under the name the underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at. Or Santa's going to leave a little coal in your stocking this winter. Thank you so much for listening. This is Edgar Otra vez. I will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.